Hello and welcome back to another edition of Talk and Troy. We are back. We got some more college basketball to talk to you about. I'm Nathan Ackerman, Associate Managing Editor with an emphasis on sports here at DT. I'm back with the OG Sean Farhadian. Sean, say yeah. your name. Speak, speak to the people. Yo, what's good? It's Sean. Sick. And we're out here with a new guest, David. I'm going to have you introduce yourself, although he know, he needs no introduction. Take it away. Hi, guys. Um, I'm David, and I'm a beat writer for women's and men's basketball for the Daily Trojan. And he's an assistant sports editor and a baseball beat writer. David does it all. I'm going to Vegas uh. Thursday morning. Do you know why I'm going to Vegas, boys? Because the Trojans got a first-round bye in the Pac-12 tournament. And do you know why? Because Jonah Matthews said so. Saturday against UCLA, insane game, unreal. Jonah Matthews with the step-back three. Obviously gave the Trojans a bye in the first round of the Pac-12 tourney. Probably put them into, into March Madness. We can talk about that a little bit later. Probably ended the Bruins' chance of making the NCAA tournament. I don't know. We'll see about that. Probably got to make some waves in the Pac-12 tourney. But, you know, the leagues or the conference is pretty much up, up for grabs this year. Uh, but yeah, so the Trojans are looking really good. Three straight wins. You know, things are things are rolling. They're going to coast right into Vegas and then play the winner of five Arizona versus 12 Washington. What are you guys' main takeaways from Saturday's win over UCLA? Uh, well, I don't know, man. First of all, like I, I think I just got to put it out there. That, uh, the, the I was there at Galen Center. Nathan, you and I were both there. We're watching the game together. And I don't know why I sat with Sean. Yeah, I don't know why I sat with Nathan. Take that, Nathan. Um... No, anyway, I think we can both agree that especially the finish to that game was one of the most impressive ones I've ever seen live at a basketball game. And basketball is my favorite sport. If you know me, you know that. Um, but the way that Jonah Matthews was just able to dribble down the court without you know, any, any fear whatsoever and was just able to you know, take that step back effortlessly, uh, I just thought it was so beautiful and like, almost scripted uh, and such a great way to you know, end that regular season for the Trojans against a rival opponent and lots of USC alumni and LaMelo Ball in the building. However, I think that more than anything, that this shot really sets up the Trojans well going into not only Selection Sunday, but also the Pac-12 tournament. It not only gives them, you know, a really good boost of confidence that they desperately needed, you know, after Andy Enfield's uh, various struggles in February. Uh, I think it's really important that the Trojans got this win, and you know, not only that, but the way that they got that win is definitely just going to, you know, give them all the, everything they need heading into March Madness in the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah, same here. I think just really, really big win, all things considered, the circumstances, the way they got it. Um, I do think if they didn't get the win, we'd be talking about a couple of different things because I still think there's especially some reason for concern. Um, free throws, just offensive turnovers down the stretch, things that we saw in the Colorado game, the Arizona game, they keep coming up, and those are the type of things that can hurt you in March. But, um, I mean, hey, it's a win. We'll take it. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I did see on Twitter, and I'm just interested in hearing your guys' take, um, there's – I believe it was Benny Boatwright who said it was the biggest shot in USC basketball history. Yeah. I mean, would we go as far to say that, or are we allowed to say that? I mean, look, USC isn't really a school that's decorated with all these national championships. I'm sure, I'm sure schools like UCLA would flex on us about that. I mean, it was, a, it was a huge shot, especially given the circumstances, given that it was against the rival Bruins, given that, you know, I think, like I said, I, I think it put them in March Madness. Um, you know, I think no matter what happens in Vegas, unless some, like, really extraordinary thing take place. But, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I can't. I haven't been following USC basketball my whole entire life. I'll I'll admit that, but you know I think I'm decently versed on USC basketball history, and I I can't think of a bigger shot. I don't know if one comes to mind. 
Um, no, in terms of shots, I can't. I don't think I can think of that either. Um, I do think, though, that if the Trojans want to um, exceed expectations for the best team in program history, um, they would at least have to make the sweet, sweet 16 in the March Madness bracket. Because, you know, as contrary to what you just said, Nathan, I think that's kind of crazy that you would be like, oh, you know, like if they make the tournament. if they That's egregious, sir. All right, that, that's just egregious. USC basketball is making the tournament. Okay. After that game, it's they were should be they were should be in team heading into the tournament. Uh, I'm sorry, into UCLA, uh, but. No, now they are absolutely in. Uh, and not only that, I really think that the Trojans could secure like a nice eighth seed right now. And I remember, you know, last week we were talking about you know Trojans' possibilities for a seeding. Nathan, you, me, and Stuart. Um, and you know, I said I think you know best case scenario is that they end up with an eighth seed. And they have an eighth seed right now. You know, so maybe I think you know the ceiling that I had a week ago is actually higher now, in my opinion. Um, so I think, you know, it's we can, I think it's pretty safe to say that they're in the tournament right now. But you know, in terms of you know that shot was crazy. But um, you know, it's all about the team in the end, and we got to see if they, can, you know, how far they can go in March Madness and tournament. Look, I am very confident that the Trojans are going to make March Madness. I think they pretty much did it with that game on on uh, Saturday. I do want to pose a hypothetical because I still think it's interesting to talk about. Let's say, all right, USC rolls into Vegas Wednesday night, right? They get caught up in the Vegas life on their off day, right? They go out and party, okay? Washington takes down Arizona. The number 12 team in the conference takes down the Wildcats. They come in. They take UCLA. They take USC, beat them by like 15, 20 points, right? Now you have the team's last loss is a blowout to Washington. Do you think they can still make the tournament? How big are, how big of a blowout are we talking here, Nathan? 15, 20, 50, you name it. 50? Anything more than 15 10. 15 and 50 are two different. Anything, different anything more than 15. I think it knocks their seeding down, but I don't think it knocks them out of the tournament. All right, I guess I'd probably agree. I was just trying to stir the pot. David, what do you think? Yeah, I was going to say heading into UCLA, I thought like barring collapse or like any unforeseen circumstances, USC was a lock. But I mean, after that, like they could go out and lose by 35, I think, in the first round. They'd still get into the tournament. They'd, they'd take, definitely take a drop in seed, but I still think they're a lock for the tournament. Mm-hmm. Well, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves too much with March Madness. I know I kind of took us there, but I want to start with the Pac-12 tournament. Boys, I hope you put together your brackets because I think March Madness brackets are not where it's at. Yeah, Pac-12 actually, tournament yeah, brackets are the new thing. Own so I did. I hand-wrote my own bracket. I want to go. We can do a quick game-by-game, game, however you guys, you guys want to do this. Game-by-game. Game game. Game. All right. Nine Utah, eight Oregon State. I got Utah. 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 Twelve Washington, five Arizona. Washington. Washington. I got Arizona. I'm also gonna take Arizona. I'm gonna take Washington because you know I just see Isaiah Story in that freak of a human, and I want to see you know him play against Big O. And considering how Arizona played against USC and UCLA, I think you know they're looking pretty vulnerable right now um and i i think you know they're gonna have uh, a lot of confidence uh, going into the tournament anyway because you know they have been a nationally ranked team in the past um and when what have you but you know i think washington has is much better than the worst team in the pac-12 i think I that agree. title might go to oregon state or washington state um i don't think they are they're the worst team at all by any by any stretch of means i mean we saw that first game they played against usc too and they blew us then they blew us out true um so that's that's my reason behind that i think arizona looks pretty vulnerable i don't know if they're going to be able to you know keep up 
then to add on to that point about Washington, they did beat USC. Then they lost Quad A Green, but then they came into Galen Center and they lost by six. So I think if they were to take down the Wildcats, which I could see them doing, I don't think that they will, but I could see them doing that. I think it would make for an intriguing matchup with the Trojans. Moving on, 10 Cal, 7 Stanford. What do you got? Stanford. Uh, Stanford's got too much talent, yeah. Yeah, Stanford. 11, Washington State. 6, Colorado. I also got the This is a no-brainer. Yeah, I'm going to take Colorado. All right. That's your upset pick. All right. This is where it gets interesting. Utah, Oregon. Keep in mind, Utah, 9 seed, right? But they're playing some good basketball. They just beat Colorado. Oregon. Oregon. (laughs) Yeah, Oregon's lights out when they get going. I'm going to take Oregon. All right, we will save USC for last. Stanford, UCLA. I'm going with an upset by the Cardinal. I think Stanford is a better team than many people give them credit for. I think UCLA is a worse team than many people give them credit for. I really think USC is not playing. I mean, UCLA, I'm sorry. They were playing team basketball, but the Trojans stopped that momentum. I think Stanford's playing some solid basketball. They, They got blown out by Oregon, but they took, I think... Uh, they took they took some good team. I think it was Colorado, but I think that would be a, an an intriguing matchup. And honestly, I kind of just went with my gut there, so I got the Cardinal taking that game. Yeah, I mean, you have players like Oscar da Silva, Dejan Davis, and Bryce Willis. You know, Bryce Willis coming from the nine one four where I'm from. Um, you know, Westchester, what up? Um, anyway, uh, no, I, yeah, I, I agree with the Davis. I think Stanford has too much talent. Um, there's no way that, you know, Cal can really put up a fight against, you know, the team that has um, just so much, like, capability up and down the floor and just really, like, a strong two-way team. Uh, I think that, you know, we saw how they played against USC at Galen when, you know, I thought I thought they. I left that game early. I thought Stan USC lost. I stayed the whole time. That was the best college basketball game I've ever been to. Better than UCLA. Game wise, better than UCLA. Situation wise, UCLA gets the edge. No, yeah, I think UCLA. I said this before the UCLA and USC game, but I thought UCLA did not deserve to be the number one team in the country. Mm. Uh, in, the, in, the in the conference. Conference, excuse me, uh, but. You know, I still think that after the USC game, I mean, it's pretty obvious that they're probably not. Um, not even top two, maybe top four is up for discussion. Oh, he said yeah. it. Wow, okay. I don't know, but okay. I, think, I think, you know, UCLA, just like Arizona, they, you know, those are the two top five teams that I have uh, being pretty vulnerable going into the tournament. Okay, three Arizona State, six Colorado. That is tough. I got the Buffs. I think the Buffs are one of the best teams in the conference. I think Arizona State's good, not great. I think I think the seeding for this tournament, honestly, throughout is really misleading. Um, I'm, I'm going to take the Buffs in that game. I would take them by a handy 10 points. Yeah, going back to what you said about seeding, I was going to say that UCLA-Stanford game, if it were to be in the second round, I think it's going to be a lot closer than seeding would indicate. You have a 2-7 and seven seed, but I think that's going to go down to the wire. Same thing with ASU-Colorado, but I think Colorado's got a lot of like senior players that are they, they execute down the stretch. They know how to close out games, so I'm going to go with the Buffs. Yeah. Colorado won both games against ASU in the season, and they looked really sharp all year long. You know, they've been a nationally ranked team for many weeks in the AP Top 25. Uh, I'm pretty, con- you know, that lo- that loss against Utah was pretty unfortunate, but hey, that was, you know, probably like a pretty questionable call at the end uh, when they called that foul on the three-point shot. Um, so I don't know if if really like Colorado is kind of blundering. I think actually they're going to be pretty hungry going into the tournament. So um, I see them upsetting AS or upsetting in air quotes ASU. Pac-12 tournament semifinals, Stanford, Colorado. Buffs. Buffs, really? Buffs. I have Stanford. Really? Stanford going to the conference championship. Interesting, David. I'm going to take the buffs. They're just too good down the stretch. They don't make mistakes. Mm. 
Oregon USC. This is an intriguing matchup. They played one time this year. USC had the lead late both in regulation and in the first overtime. A couple of late turnovers. They choked the game away. Oregon won by nine in double OT, 79 to 70. I'm going to start with you guys. Oregon USC for a spot in the Pac-12 Conference Championship game. Do I think USC can win this game, first of all? Absolutely. Do I think they will? Probably not. I think Oregon has way too much talent and is a team that is in the conversation for making a Final Four run. They're in the conversation, not saying that they will, but I definitely see that also happening. Whereas with USC, I don't see you know a, a run farther than maybe you know a, a best case scenario at this point, like an Elite Eight appearance at the very very best. Yeah, I, mean, I see your eyes bulging. The very exactly. very best. Very, very wow. Best. Um, I'm expecting USC, you know, in terms of March Madness, to kind of be, um, you know, like a second round exit. But, um, you know, I think like in terms of potential, like Oregon, I think can just has that ability to take it that step further. And so I think, you know, they're going to be hungry. They have Peyton Pritchard, who was just named uh, NC uh, the Pac-12 uh, Player of the Year uh, for the season. He's been really impressive. So uh, I think it's going to be a really good competitive game. Both teams are going to be super, um, super into it, especially as we saw in the regular season game in Eugene. Um, but we're going to have to see. I don't know. I think Oregon's going to take it. I think the Trojans are going to do it. I think oh. Enfield's going to pull a special one out of it. You heard that. Hat. David Ramirez out. said it right now know. on Talking Troy. <laughs> USC's problem all year has not been their ceiling. It's their consistency, and they've shown they can win games like this. So, like, I feel like they, they can definitely take a game like this. Um, my issue is the consistency, consistency, consistency throughout the tournament. If they get on a roll and they get to the final, that's where I'd be a little nervous, but I do think they can definitely take a game like this semifinal. Well, that, that's the inconsistency that I think – it, it, yes, I agree 100% with David that, you know, the USC's you know, biggest weakness is going to be their inconsistency. But the question is, when are we going to see that? Exactly. When's it going to show up? Yeah. And I think it's going to show up against the best team. I do, too. Yeah, I, I, going back to what Sean said, would I be shocked if the Trojans beat the Ducks? No. Would I be mildly surprised? Yeah, I think Oregon's going to take care of business. I think Peyton Pritchard's too good. Um, you know, I think, you know, the, the Trojans are playing well recently, but Oregon's just a step above, and it seems like maybe they're going to keep it close late, but I, I see Oregon winning that game by at least, I don't know, nine or ten points. And then we got... Uh, I think it's going to be closer than that. Closer than that? Yeah. I mean, didn't USC go into Eugene and take them to... Double yeah, overtime. Double overtime? Yeah, that's just a couple bounces away from taking that win. All you right. need is one shot. Yeah. He's totally right, and that's why I think, you know, it's certainly possible. Now we got a Pac-12 championship at this point. USC is out, so I'm not sure any of these of our listeners care, but Oregon, Stanford, or Oregon, Stanford for David. No, no, USC no, Stanford no. for yeah, David. That's right. Oregon Stanford for me. Oregon Stanford. Oregon Stanford. Oregon. No, you said Colorado, didn't you? Oh no, right I, in the Buff Wave. No, I said I said Stanford. Who do you got in Oregon Stanford? Oregon. I have Oregon. Oregon. USC. Stanford, David. Um, it seems like like every time USC basketball kind of gets your hopes up, and it seems like this is the one. Um, that's when they just decide to, to, to pull out a stinker. Ooh. So I'm going to say that that's going to come in the final. Right when we think we're turning the corner, that's probably when it's going to happen. Stanford brings it to a net. I got Colorado being or beating Oregon in the Pac-12 Conference Championship. I think Colorado is the best team in this field, which again is misleading because they're the sixth seed. But I think you know a couple breaks go their way, and you know they could be the one or two seed in this thing. I, I see Colorado taking this all. But I think despite that, USC has a decent chance to go deep in either of these tournaments, especially the Pac-12. You know, do you guys have any final thoughts about the Trojans? They're, they're 
Pac-12 tournaments outlook, their March Madness outlook, anything we didn't we didn't get to? Um, I just kind of want to see who USC plays in March Madness. I it's already already looking ahead. I'm already looking ahead because like I would be worried about the Pac-12 tournament if USC can't get a bid otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's true. But like the fact that you know, I think we're a safe lock to make the tournament, and you know we're a, a, have a decent chance of getting a, a seed right down the middle, right in number eight um, out of sixteen. Uh, I think that's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, and if we ever have an eight and nine matchup, that's only going to make it even more exciting to watch. So I'm just seeing who they're going to play. Uh, maybe it's going to be Houston, maybe Rutgers, LSU. Uh, we, who knows? But any of those matchups would be really exciting. Uh, I just think they just got to put it all together. I mean, they've shown multiple times this year they can do it. The talent's there to make a deep run, but you just need the consistency, the focus, and you can't have those lapses, lapses of focus and down, down the stretch. Also, I actually, I actually should add, I think it's really important for the Trojans to kind of take every game step by step, which is why their focus should 100% be on, uh, you know, the winner of the Washington and Arizona game, and they should be preparing to play uh, whoever wins that matchup. Uh, but I'm just saying in terms of competitiveness and what's really at stake here for USC in terms of um, solidifying their legacy here as a, as a at the program, I think, you know, March Madness is going to be super important for them. But, yes, they should absolutely take it one step at a time and see you know, especially go through the Pac-12 tournament with full focus before thinking about March. I do have one final thought I want to wrap up with, and this is not about basketball, but I do believe it is time to put some respect on USC baseball. This team over 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 the weekend, you knew that they were going to be tested. They were hosting number 22 TCU, number two Vanderbilt, number six UCLA. The UCLA game did not quite go as well. Two to one wins over TCU and Vandy, the defending national champs. This team is for real. John Beller, 8-plus, one-run ball. Eight-plus innings of one-run ball on Saturday against the nation's number two overall team. We're going to need to get that man on the podcast sometime. USC baseball is legit, and that's all I have to say. It's time to watch out for the Trojans. And that'll do it for this episode of Talking Troy. I'm Nathan Ackman, and I was joined by... Sean Farhadian. David Ramirez. And we will talk to you all next week or the week after because next week is spring break. Everybody be safe. Root for the Trojans, if you will. I'm an objective journalist, so I'm going to be there covering the game totally neutrally. We will talk to you guys in a couple weeks.